I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why these things keep happening. I don't know why they keep spreading to other people. I've tried so many times to build a team to try to understand. And regardless of the setbacks, progress was made, but the story continued to get stranger. I think it's about time I go in. I go deep. This is the audio logs for the curious case of Dakota Franson. I don't know if you're going to believe what I'm about to say. Quite frankly, I stopped caring a long time ago. Today is June 11th, 2022. The time now is currently 12.15 a.m. I know this is probably early for most of you that will be listening to this. But to be honest, I'm usually up at this time anyway due to my civilian job work schedule. I do hope that this new operation with Baldwin Bonkers takes off and I can turn that into my full-time job. Until that's the case, I have to deal with these times on differences. These awkward nights. My name is Dakota Franson. Several people know me as a specialist of the strange. And quite frankly, Many have seen that that is the title I live up to. I don't know why that is. The title in itself just started out as a bit of a joke. Same thing with the naming behind Bald and Bonkers. But it just took on a new life. Or maybe. Maybe that's how it was meant to be all along. I don't know. What I do know is that my situation continues to evolve. And this is the only way I know to try to document my experiences as they happen. There are some who will try to say that my... Tendencies. That's a good way to put it. My tendencies to leap lead more towards creative arts would be a sign that I'm lying. 
I frankly I don't blame him for that assumption. Were this happening to anybody else? I question it too. And there have been people who have backstabbed me. People who knew how deeply ingrained these matters are to me. Tried to say I was fake. Tried to say I was lying. And tried to rally the troops like a bunch of teenage girls to prove their point. Even though, quite frankly, they have no clue what the hell they're actually doing. The views on this are going to be uncensored. So if you're the type that it gets easily offended, easily confused, or just that small-minded, I highly advise you turn this off right now. I'm trying to understand what's happening to me. I've gone to doctors, I've gone to psychologists, and even they admit that this is something unusual. And unfortunately, the progress that these events require medical testing equipment that one, I cannot afford on current budgets. Two, this whole argument of why aren't there more photos, more videos, being that everyone nowadays has access to some sort of camera. It's a valid argument, but what they fail to realize is the human connection behind it. The human emotion. UFOs aren't just going to sit in one spot. Creatures of the night. Animals perhaps not yet discovered or once thought extinct. They ain't going to stay in one place for long. Even those most skeptic of it, the most qualified to speak against the topic, have to question it. Have to question their own small-minded approaches, let's put it that way. But if... If there wasn't something to this, why would NASA just release that they are forming an independent team to look into UFO sightings. This isn't going to be a tape to discuss government conspiracy and all that. That will deviate from the intention of this program. That would deviate from the intentions too far. However, he goes to show that there's something to this. And if by some miraculous chance admitting that the odds of 
the things I'm talking about actually taking place are so astronomically slim on the off chance that there's something to it, that there's something real. I have to know. This is my plea. Those of you who find this, those of you who listen to this may not believe a word I say. You may not know me. You may question everything I go to say. And I don't blame you. But just know this. Regardless of your stance, regardless of what you feel about me, and I say that in particular because I've noticed a strict pattern lately that those who try to speak out against me in particular don't like the fact that I've called them out. Bridges have mended where they are intended to and I feel that certain events will lead all parties involved to a better outcome that suits all parties individually if that made any sense whatsoever and I apologize for my yawning finally had time to start digging into this because it uh, seems that the majority of the so-called paranormal community had this idea that if you don't post every little fart on YouTube you just sit around in the fucking corner all day doing nothing it's ridiculous but nevertheless, it doesn't change how I feel about this. This has clearly been a part of my life for so long. I have to go deeper. I have to understand why it's happening. And there is no one I can really trust in doing this. There's no one I can trust. Nearly every party that is coming forward, even though they have been helpful in some way, they try to, several of them try to take notice, take control of the situation, turn it into their favor, try to boost their ego, trying to say, that, oh, they're all knowing. And that is a person I can't trust. The greatest testament of ignorance is the claim that you will know everything. And I stand by that notion and encourage everybody to keep that in mind. So I guess, instead of just rambling on, I should start from the beginning. And by some chance, if she happens to hear this, I would truly like to thank Elena Denon for her help in this. If there's been anybody who's been helpful in understanding what's going on, it's her. And I'm honored to be able to call such an intelligence woman a dear friend. I hope the winds 
precarious to where we would get to meet in person one day. That's all I can give thanks more appropriately. And to those curious, look her up, read her books. That'll make a little bit more sense of why I say that. So how do I begin? The extraterrestrial phenomenon isn't something that if there was at one point I didn't give this much consideration. Not that I didn't believe in it. The concept of being alone in the universe just seems mathematically impossible. With the variations of life on Earth, we have to assume that there are an infinite number of possibilities with what could potentially be out there. We have life forms here on Earth that can live inside volcanoes. There are life forms here on Earth that can live without light, live without food, live without water. Naturally, they find other ways to gain essential nutrients. by other means than what is traditionally known by science, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. And for the arguments of Flat Earth, well, let's just say those people, there's a lot of people about right now who only follow certain concepts because they want to rebel they want to rebel but they don't know what to rebel against they know that the system is tied against them but exactly in what ways they're not exactly sure The title of Specialist of the Strange, like I said, was, us, came up initially as a joke. The full title being Specialist of the Strange and Fucked Up. Because a dear friend of mine made a little clip that seems like anytime something weird or something intense, extreme is going on, I somehow had some affiliation with it. Whether or not that's a good thing, I'll let you be the judge. I started out investigating the paranormal at the age of 14. I was fairly tall, always got mistaken as being older than my age, and no, it's while yes, I may have not necessarily eaten well or exercised right like I should, that's something that runs through my mother's side of the family. That we get mistaken as older until we reach a certain point. From what I've seen, it's about our mid-20s where we start to level out before we start 
showing you know wrinkles and all that by our forties. So it's not that bad, all things considered. But that's the point. I started investigating, looking into ghosts after an encounter at the old Idaho State Penitentiary, where I saw what looked like a man being hung in death row. Obviously, the old Idaho State Penitentiary is now a historical society. People didn't believe me that I saw something. And that was partially my fault due to the fact that I was a bit of a prankster at the time. I'll admit, I'm not above trying to spook somebody just for my own enjoyment, even till today. Uh, I mean any harm by it, just keeping things lively, I guess. It wasn't until about a year later when the Travel Channel series Ghost Adventures came through town to film episodes for their first season and went to the old Idaho State Penitentiary where the Condon apparition looked like the man I saw and upon their historical review, for lack of a better word, I found out it was uh, Raymond Stone, a man who uh, was essentially labeled the state of Idaho's version of Jack the Ripper. But that wasn't my first paranormal experience. I was about the age of nine when that happened. I was one of those kids who always seem to know things that you shouldn't. Seem to talk to things that weren't there. My grandfather, my late grandfather, he uh, was one of the first to notice that something was off with me. He noticed that I could tell, mind you, I would have be like age two, three, just barely old enough to talk, that I would be able to tell when certain people were about to call before the phone started ringing. I just seemed to know things. As I got into the paranormal and life experiences which took place around that time frame, which involved my father going to prison for sexually assaulting one of my sisters. I wasn't around for that. Reconnecting with long lost family members, I discovered that apparently it was going on even longer than that. I discovered that it's a bit of a family curse for lack of a better word. In old babysitters even said they noticed strange things around me but didn't necessarily thought of it. Which included the fact that I had a wife in space. Or a wife in heaven. I seemed to alternate between the two. That notion is something that should be kept in mind 
Before I continue, I'm just going to make note of my current surroundings right now. Because we are at 60, 70 degree nights, I do have both a box fan and a ceiling fan going here right now just to get some air circulation and I'm not sweating like a pig. So that's where a majority of the background noise is coming from. You may also get occasional interference from the neighbor's dogs. Or you may hear my neighbors, you never know. As it always seems like whenever I try to do these sorts of projects, there's other voices that try to come through. I'll try to make note of everything. In order to help monitor the situations, I have a few of my tools around me. The first being a plasma ball, which can serve as an EMF pump. Allegedly, this will help spirits, ETs, what have you, get a bit of a jump start if they want to try to interact with me, try to talk. So. I highly suggest that if you haven't done so already, put in a good pair of earphones. I also have a K2 meter to monitor for EMF spikes positioned in a spot where there's minimal interference, as well as a cat ball that's supposed to light up if something touches it. I don't know what the fascination with those are lately, but. Some people I respect and admire greatly in this community utilize them, so I figured I'd give myself some of my own just to see what would happen. The purpose of this audio log is to allow myself to think freely as much as possible without having to worry about seeing things on camera. Every now and then I might stop. You may notice a bit of a stutter from time to time. Based on previous Well, this is something I should elaborate on in another episode. But based on previous projects pay attention around those times. I do feel something here with. Without going too much into further detail of my ghost hunting life, during the 2020 pandemic, I had a brief tenure with a with an organization who claimed to be wanting to legitimize paranormal research. And they noticed quite quickly that I had quite a bit of activity that seemed to center around me. There's a video footage out there of me performing an exorcism after an entity, which we were researching at the time, attacked us. It didn't necessarily like that we were talking about it. 
but eagle-eyed viewers have noticed the second it met, I, my name was mentioned. It flinched. I don't know if that footage is going to survive, but I've done my best to preserve a copy of it for myself for research purposes for uh, reference for earlier for other projects that are currently in the works including a book collaboration with a dear friend of mine who has also been a great help for these events is during this time I also helped looking into cases that seem to be too weird or too extreme or required a lot more knowledge base than just your average spirit which included UFOs it was something that came to me naturally I could identify probable causes for possible activity quicker than most people there was a brief time period where I allowed my personal emotions and personal connections or what I thought were personal connections cloud my judgments I left but to which I had been frequently requested back due to the fact that this type of subject came so naturally to me it is in these events that I was forced, for lack of a better word, to look back on my own life and admit things that I had never admitted to anyone before. Some of you who have followed me for a while, if not, I'll give a brief introduction to the story know that there was an incident where I tried to take my own life but a little girl saved me a little girl who may or may not be my daughter and after this encounter with the entity that tried to kill us mind you it moved across the UK Canada part of Texas than here in Idaho thousands of miles within a matter of seconds it was after this I learned that the little girl my daughter was visiting other people and they even managed to catch audio proof the main reason they realized that they made the connection after they heard the story some of them didn't know it at the time was because they realized this little girl was practically a spitting image of me a psychic medium friend of mine who I've met through doing the uh, talk shows like Bald and Bonkers her name is Lisa Fry she has also offered her assistance in doing a regression therapy session to see what we could dig up She, I showed a computerized rendering based on the eyewitness testimonies of my daughter 
essentially it's similar to the technology they use to age progress missing persons photos, but it's now available on phone apps. I was able to utilize artificial intelligence to create an image of my daughter that was close enough for me to get emotional when the rendering was done, just to say the least. Upon viewing this image, her, the first words out of her mouth were, oh, she's Pleiadian. That the mother figure I've spent 13 years trying to look for may not even be from this planet. Oh, in about a month after that encounter, there was a possible abduction scenario where I was taken to what looked like a hospital room where I saw a little girl, her mother, lying in a bed together while the mother was holding a baby boy. The little girl looks at me, smiles, and says, Daddy, come meet my new baby brother. So I may have a daughter and a son out there. son who seems to slowly be getting into his abilities however isn't as much of a people person as his mother and sister are that's what you may be wondering what the hell is going on how the hell could I have hybrid children was I abducted did they, did they take my DNA in a way possibly Elena Dunant's book uh, Gift from the Stars has a bit of a guidebook to extraterrestrial species. The Pleiadians apparently are quite sexual beings, and while they do have the, art, the technology for artificial insemination, artificial birth, technology that we humans are barely getting a grasp on to help those with fertility problems. While they do have that technology and that's readily available to them, they strongly prefer the old-fashioned methods. And while there was a, a finally an Dakota. There was finally a chance, finally a direct line of communication with the mother, to which she said, now this may be a uh, mistranslation, think of it as like when you're trying to talk with someone who's who with say you're having someone a conversation with someone who's where English is their is a secondary language to them they have a good grasp of it but sometimes they forget what words they want to use in English so they try to 
think of something that would be close to what they were originally meaning. So think of it like that in that framework. Upon a conversation with this woman, she told me she was my wife. Apparently, reincarnation is here in the mix. Oh, and uh, it should also be noted that one of the incidents that until recently I've been afraid to really talk about just because of how crazy it sounds unless I absolutely trusted somebody there was a point when I was five years old summertime I went to bed at my mother's house and uh, woke up 30 miles away thankfully at my grandparents now this may sound like uh, maybe my mom or my dad just uh, dropped me off there because I didn't because of my mom's work schedule I did stay with my grandparents quite a bit so maybe they just dropped me off for a babysitting and I was just asleep through the ordeal which I don't blame you there's been some who question whether or not that was a sleepwalking method, mind you. Uh, some sort of sleepwalking episode. Mind you, I will admit, yes, sleepwalking is a bit of a issue. However, I was five years old at the time and managed to make it sorry. Sounds like the cat's fucking around. Anyway. You gotta remind... Remember, I was only five years old. Somehow I ended up in a locked house with locked windows. My grandparents having absolutely no idea I was there. family pets at the time when my grandparents had didn't know I was there and my mother well she was the one that dropped me off why would she be calling them the next morning saying I had been kidnapped I say well they probably asked what about my father my father wasn't exactly in the picture there was uh, situations of abuse there with that almost took my life in a couple of instances one being my stepmother trying stabbing me in the back of the net with a ballpoint pen and I stabbed her back with a six inch butcher knife that she slapped into my head my father was one of those dominant types that tried to say that his kids are his kids and he should be able to do as own as he pleases however he was an abusive prick and like I said he is currently serving a potential life sentence in prison for sexually assaulting one of my sisters. Not a nice guy. My grandparents that I turned up at were my mother's parents. It's not likely that he would 
drop off a kid. He would drop off his son with. I'm sorry. Brain's kind of right now, but it's not likely that he would drop off the kid he just took with some place where his mother can get him back easy now, would he? And during communication sessions where I utilized a spirit box and on occasion CE5 protocols developed by Dr. Stephen Greer, I asked about that situation. And the message that came across was death, death, death. So I really need to go in deeper to find out what the hell's going on. What it is, I'm scared to find out. But in talking with Elena Denon, she recommended me a recall course that was put together by Tony Rodriguez and a psychic medium. I can't remember her name right now. Yes, I'm trying to delay slightly to pull up the website. There it is. Between there's the recall course with Tony and uh, psychic medium Jackie Kenner, which I have enrolled in, and will be documenting my experiences. That's the introduction to this temporary series. I don't know how many episodes it'll be. It'll just be recorded as I go. And yeah, that's the situation. So, next episode, I don't know when it's going to come out. I will be elaborating further on what I know about the ET connection, the evidence I have, as much as I can provide at this time, as well as the work I've already done to try to put this together try to understand more. Whether or not you choose to believe these statements, that is up to you. This is something I'm doing for myself. It is something I am publicizing so that maybe it just might help somebody else. Those are my intentions. I'll also try to keep all my equipment nearby just in case something decides to make itself known. My name is Dakota Franks and I am the one and only specialist of the strange. Stay tuned, y'all.
It's about to get weird.